It's good to be in the house of the Lord today, man. man. Seems like we all got a hangover this morning from home from election or whatever. Deer season. But God's still God. Amen. Amen. He's still sitting on the throne. They didn't vote him off. Amen. Amen. It's good to be in the house today. You know, you're getting old. My grandson's here with me today, and he's getting big, ain't he? Yeah. Amen. I'm glad to have Adam Sarah with us today and my grandson. So good to be in the house today and see them. Um, I do desire your prayers this morning, and uh, I'm going to just really quickly uh, enter a building out here, and you know, I'll get you caught up briefly. The cabinets are supposed to be done already. They're not. I've stressed over it and all that, but it is what it is. I can't help it. <laughs> We've done it without for 30-something years, so we may have to do another month or so, but they'll get fixed, and just bear with us, just everything happened for a reason, I guess, so, but we're getting closer, so I thought we'd have Thanksgiving dinner after, they don't look like it's possible, but Lord knows best, amen, amen. but we're blessed to be able to have the building we got out here and everything and that, so let's keep praising God for it. Do these all your prayers. I want to say, uh, you know, I'd love to talk about happiness and everything this morning, but sometimes you can't. You know, if you want to hear about everything's good, turn a TV preacher on. You'll find it. Turn with me to Second Timothy, the fourth chapter. I got scripture. I got two, or three places I'd like to go to, real quickly. Then we won't hold you just for a little bit this morning, if all possible. Second Timothy. Uh, fourth chapter. Before we read, let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, today we just thank you for this time you've given us to be in your house. We thank you for each and every one that's here, and I pray now has opened up this word today, Father, that you anoint it today, anoint your speaker today, Father, that it's not me speaking, but it's you speaking through me today, Father. We pray that you would prepare each heart here today, Father, for the word we have. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we read this, you know, and it's, uh, we have to believe every word of the Bible. Amen. We got to a place, and this is my opinion, we want to pick out certain parts and go with that and not take all of it. That's just, you know, my opinion sometimes. So sometimes it hurts. Amen. Amen. But about everything I've read in the Bible, pretty well is pretty well true. <laughs> and what hasn't come true, it's a good chance it will. <laughs> Very much so. This is Paul telling Timothy, and this is Paul was at the end of his life. And he was telling Timothy. He said, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. He said, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away, turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall turn to fables. But watch thou, but watch thou of all things, endure inflection, do the work of evangelist, make and make proof of my ministry. 
Turn back with me to 1 Timothy, if we were just a second, in the fourth chapter again. 1 Timothy, fourth chapter. I want to read a couple verses there for just a second. 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter. It says, Now the Spirit speak expediently, that in latter times shall, some shall depart from the faith, having heaved to subduing spirits and doctrines of devils. Second verse. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with the hot iron. Think about that for just a second. Having their conscience seared with the hot iron. Oh, keep that thought in mind today, if you will, for just a moment. I'm going to take most of this, the rest of it, go to Daniel, you will, the third chapter. Then I got just a little bit more reading Proverbs. But Daniel, the third chapter, it's the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Y'all know the story. And we're going to use that to maybe, or maybe an illustration today. But once you turn with me to Proverbs, you will, for just a second. And I'd like for you to just turn over, and we're taking just a moment to make sure you look this up because it is biblical. Ninth chapter of Proverbs, I want you to turn over there for just a moment. I've got one scripture I want to read right there for real quickly. Because I think this this is a very this scripture here, but they're all they're all important. But I think it's very important we read it right now. Proverbs, the ninth chapter, everybody got it? The ninth chapter of Proverbs, the tenth verse, says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the acknowledgement of the holy is un, of the holy is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Think what it said. That's what the Bible says. Amen? Amen. And I think, you know, we have, don't fear the Lord like we used to. I remember raising, raising up, you know, uh, I feared my dad. It wasn't that he was going to hurt me. I mean, I, yeah, he did hurt me. <laughs> And my, you know what you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but it wasn't cause he didn't love me, amen? amen. And we've all been teenagers at time, and we thought they didn't like us, amen. amen. We would turn around some of the things that maybe they said this or that, and we would disagree with what that. We wouldn't go by the rules sometimes. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You've been a teenager, you've done it. But it just still didn't great, you know, who the dad was. He ruled his house then. That's what the Bible teaches too. But it says the fear of the Lord, the beginning of wisdom. We try, we spend more time trying, trying to disprove the Bible because we want it to fit the way we want to live. Anybody with me? I'm not no teacher. <laughs> But it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we need some wisdom today. Amen. We've lost all common sense today Amen. in the world today. Amen. Because we don't fear the Lord like we should. It's not that I'm scared of God, but I know his word is powerful. Amen. And I know it's true. 
I know he's not going to change his word for me. Amen. Amen. It's going to be the truth. And you look today at all this craziness that's going on today. And you sit over, sit over, I read to you when Timothy, first Timothy, it said their conscience was seared with a hot iron. And do you believe today that the word of God does not melt the hearts of men like it used to? You've heard me tell this story many times, you know, when I was raising up, you know, we as here at Oak Grove, we've had to, we had to put a security system on our church, this and that, because we got broke into, everybody knows that story. Back when I was a kid, we was, the church never was locked. Nothing was never bothered. Even the drunks that we had in the community, they didn't abuse the parking lot. They didn't come in and turn tailspins in it like we sometimes we see that happens here. We see beer cans here, this or that. It didn't happen. Why? Because it wasn't raised that way. They feared what would happen to them if they got caught doing that. Come on. And today we do not live by the word of God like we should because we don't fear the Lord. My opinion sometimes. Now stay with me for just a little bit. We think, he, you know, we've here, we've heard you know, how great a God he is. He is a good God. Don't get me wrong. Amen. But he is a strict God. Amen. He has rules and regulations. We've seen over the last few years our church has turned into a meeting of just a gathering places. We've seen our church over the last so many years turn into a place now. We see now, seeing as some entered into church now, that church is a splitting over sin instead of the Word of God. Stay with me. As most of you know, and this is not no secret, the United Methodists are splitting because they want to ordain homosexuality. They want to get these drag queens in to pastor the churches. And I've seen it on my news thing this week. They elected one somewhere in Texas. And some of them just tickled to death. That's in the church. I would hate to stand before God if I was in a church building and voted that was all right. Amen. Now this ain't good. I mean, this ain't popular preaching today, but I know it's the truth. Amen. But we've lost fear of God. Even the Bible, I've read this all my life. You know, it said the, the, the road to destruction is wide and broad. You know, the road to eternal life is narrow, you know. And I could, you know, never, you know, really didn't into my mind deal, think about that that much. But you get to think about it now. You think about, you know, that now in the churches, they say there's more people in church than they've ever been. And that's probably true. But look at what's happening in our church today. And I believe the, the Bible is right. The road to destruction is broad. And a lot of people is getting there. Then you go to a place, you know, the Bible says, you know, and you, you, you said the fear of the Lord is, the, is the, you know, it says the beginning of, a, of wisdom. I believe that very much so. And I also believe that, the, that God still loves his children. And I still believe that God will protect his children. I believe that very much so. And you turn on this, read a couple of verses, another chapter over Proverbs 11 to the 10th chapter. It's in the, in the, in the 27th verse, you got it there. It says, the fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. 
The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. I know we live today, you know, today's time that we live in today, it looks like the day the wicked is taken over. It looks like today, you know, the, the more you try to stand, the harder it is. But the Bible says here, this is God's word. The hope of the righteous shall with gladness. And in the 29th verse, said, the way of the Lord is streaked upright. The 30th verse, said, the righteous shall never be removed. Amen. You got to hang on to that. Amen. When you're standing, when nobody else will stand. You understand what I'm talking about? The Bible says the righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. I'm here to believe today that the devil cannot overtake you if you keep the Lord number one in your life at all times. Amen. That's not my way of looking at this, what the Bible says, because it says, you know, if we are the righteous, we shall never be removed. We trust God. You know, sometimes, you know, you look at a situation, you think, well, you know, I trust him. This has happened. This has happened. But keep on having faith in God. Keep on trusting him. If you turn with me to Daniel for just a moment, and I'm going to read us this story here for just a little bit and kind of tie some of this together. We have let today, you know, things creep in today that we say used to be wrong. It's not wrong anymore. Come on. And we see today, you know, I see, and I read something the other day, some news thing or something, somewhere I read it. That it's going, it's getting, it's getting tough for the Christian people in the laws that's getting crossed their land today. How many believes that? Amen. And I think it's, you know, I read some other day, you know, if 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 we as pastors or preachers don't before long start performing same-sex marriage or this, if we're asked to do that, we turn them down. We could get in trouble. We could get fined. We could get thrown in jail. It's in the making. It's in the making. And you'll be surprised that the people that probably will go ahead and do it say, oh, it's not a major deal. But you know, back in the Bible, in the second and third chapter of Daniel, the Bible says it talked about Nebuchadnezzar. He had, you know, he was, he was a king back then and he made a decree, you know, that he made a statue that... He made an image, you know, and you know the story that he said, you know, and this, I'll make this image and it's a law that when I get it done, and he said, when you hear the sound of this, this music, you will bow down and worship this image that I made. And you'd be surprised today how many people today is bowed down to the things of the world. And say, that's oh, no big deal. Come on. Amen. It's not a big deal. I don't really mean it. The Bible says you can't serve God and the other side. Amen. Come on. And Nebuchadnezzar made this up and he said, you know, you're going to wield now this. We live in the time today they're making rules and regulations and say you're going to have to do this or you're going to be cast out. You're going to be punished. 
And this is maybe my whole message this morning. How much do we really know the God that we serve? Is he able? Just think about it. How much do you really trust him? How many times do you bow down and think it's going to be all right? Come on. It's just crazy to me. I'm just, I'm just a dumb, hillbilly person. It's crazy to me. I don't know. I'll put that here. You know, just like a survey, you know, for the election, you know, 80% of the people say the country's going in the wrong direction. <laughs> Put two and two together. Something don't make sense. Sometimes, somewhere we're saying one thing in the church, we're doing something else outside of the church. Come on. But God knows. He knows. He said, the fear of the Lord is beginning wisdom. We don't fear God like we used to. We go to church and say one thing. Then we go home and we do something else. Come on. Nebuchadnezzar said, you know, you will do this. And we look today, you know, I put this in the world today we're living in. The world's fixing saying, you're going to have to start doing some of this stuff or you're going to get in trouble. Where do you stand in your faith with God today? How well do you know your God today? Think about it. So they made this up. You say, well, how will they know if you do this, you don't do that? All the people was bowing down, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they did not bow down to it. Then you had somebody that run. You always got somebody. Amen. Satan's always got somebody working for him. Then I go tell. Said, all this stuff you've done, but there's three out there. They're making, I put this in my own version, they're making a mockery of yours. You law, they're not doing it. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And the Bible says here that Nebuchadnezzar just raged and fear he got mad, commanded they brought, they brought these three to him. Shadrach spoke to him, or Nebuchadnezzar spoke to him and said, Is it true? I want you to tell me. I can't believe you're not doing this because I believe you know what the consequences is if you don't do this. But I just want to hear it from your own lips. Are you not bowing down? How will you react if we're in the same situation? Come on. He said, well, I'll bow down, but I ain't really going to say anything. I really don't mean it. Huh? Either you're for me or you're against me. Come on. And the Bible says here, you know, this time he said, you know, he said, if you do this, he said, you know, you're going to be thrown in a furnace if you don't do what I told you to do. I love what this, right, this, this three said. 16th verse, these threes told the king, said, yeah, we'll answer you. We're not, we're, we're not ashamed of it. We're not ashamed of who we are. 
I wonder sometimes we as God's people is ashamed of who we are. Because we act different somewhere else than we do here. Come on. My granddad Carlton, he's been gone for a pretty good while now. And some of the wisdom that he couldn't even hardly read, but he could read the Bible. And I heard one guy say one time, he was, I think he's passed on too. He said, there's one thing, everybody, my grandpa, they called him Dad Carlton. That was just, everybody could pray him, call him Dad Carlton. His name was Arthur. They called him Dad Carlton. They said, you know, he said, you don't have to be around Dad Carlton just a few moments till you know where he stands. You don't have to ask him where he stands. You don't have to ask him if he's a Christian or not. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, I'm fixing to tell you where we stand. And I'm proud to do it. How many of you today are proud of who Jesus Christ is? Think about it. Are you willing to stand up when nobody else will stand with you? When the world's getting, throwing more stuff in the furnace, you know, it's getting hotter and hotter. And you look at all these stuff today, you know. But the Bible says, you know, there's going to come a time when they're not near sound doctrine. There's going to come a time that some of the church is going to turn away from their faith. There's going to come a time that they're conscious. You read the word of God and just don't melt your heart like it used to. It's happening today. But Shadrach, Meeting Shadrach, goes and listen. He said, he said, we're not craving the 17th verse. If it be so, our God whom we serve, I think he will be able to. No, I misread that. I said, if our God whom we serve is able, he's able to deliver us from this furnace. And he will deliver us out of your hands. We know he can. We're happy to tell you that. He's awesome. He's God when there's no other God. He's God when, you know, maybe what I want to say, he's God all the time. He said, you know, we're, we know he's able. Whether he will or not, I don't know. But I know he's able. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know God's able to take me through it. No matter what the phone says, no matter what I get the news, Brother Aaron, or this or that, I know my God's able. I trust him that much. Do we trust him that much? In the crazy time that we're living in today, do we trust him that much? But he says, you know, in the 18th verse, he says, but if not, but if you don't do it, I stand on the word of God. See, there's some things, you know, people ask me and I ain't got an answer for. I just say, I just trust the Lord. Everybody's got, you know, some people got to God ask for every question you ever ask, but I ain't got it. Once I did have it, I don't have it. I don't understand why this happened. I don't understand why that happened. You know, this and that. I just say God's in control. God's in control. But he said, if not, I want it to be it known. The king that said, we did not serve, oh king, said, we did not serve your gods or worship the image as you sit down. But our God is able to deliver us out of this furnace and he will deliver us out of your hands, O king. In other words, I'll put this one verse and I'll start closing. You're not my king. You're not who I look up to. 
I only got one person I look up to that's God Almighty. Amen. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords. If He don't deliver us, I want you to let, write it down. We did not serve your God. Amen. Because we know it won't last. But I'm here today to tell you, church, the fire, you know, they look at the furnace, they start getting the furnace hotter. You know the rest of the story. Start throwing wood, whatever they had in it, to get it hotter. And the Bible said it got seven times hotter than it ever been. And they can see this thing begin to start. You know, I mean, raised up, you know, and raising chickens, you know, we just get to the old stoves, the hot, you know, Brother King, remember, the old stoves just start jumping, you throw the pine knots in them, they just start this flame coming out the front of it about that long. It's still cold in there. Everybody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that thing's sitting there jumping. I can imagine them throwing this wood in the stove. And it began to start getting hotter and it began to make noise. But they didn't waver. Amen. They didn't waver. And they said, We still, God still got us. And you see the world today, and I'm not trying to make you sad, but you see all this thing didn't throw more stuff, getting, it's getting hotter and it's getting hotter. Amen. It's getting hotter and it's getting tougher. But we, I guess one thing I want to ask yourself do you really know the God that you serve? Do you really know him? Because you need to really know who he is. Because they're going to bind us up. Amen. Amen. They're going to do this. And they're going to throw you in them places. But Nebuchadnezzar, one of them said, let it be known, we did not serve your God. Our God's able if, he's, if, he, if it's in his will, he'll take care of us. But if you don't, I'll burn up in just a moment. I'll be on the other side, walking the streets of glory on the other side. But I did not bow down and worship your God. Amen. You know the rest of the story. The old saying goes, they threw him in the furnace. The Bible says that the men that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the fire was so hot, it burnt them up when they got them. Threw them in there, bound up. And the Bible says here, a little bit later, Nebuchadnezzar couldn't take it much longer. He had to go look for himself. And the Bible says, as he looked in there, something caught his eye. He said, Did not we throw three in there? Yes, that's what we throw it in there. He said, oh, he said, let me tell you something. I don't only see them three, but I see four. Amen. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of Man. Amen. And they're not bound down, they're loose. And they're just having a good time. Amen. I'm here today to church to tell you, if we're going to have a good time on this side, we're going to have to trust in the Lord. And I believe today that we still can have a great time in, in this world that we live in if we trust the Lord. He loves us. Amen. Very much so. So I guess what I wanted to say to you this morning as we close out, as we read to you, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When I do something I don't I know it's not right, does it bother me anymore? Some people that don't because their conscience has been seared. So everything's fine. 
How did our church world get in this kind of a mess? And I'm not running down the Methodist or whatsoever. I've got friends that goes to church there and they're getting, you know, they're trying to get out of that stuff. But how did we get to that point? When they started making rules and regulations that went against God's word, did it bother them? Somewhere we got away from coming to church and worshiping the true and living God. And just made a social meeting. Then we let Satan come in. And then he gives ideals. Every preacher you listen to today, most of them of them tell you, oh, if you just do this, everything going to be fine. Everything wasn't fine for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but God took care of them. He took care of them. And I believe, as we close out with this last set, I believe the God that took care of them will take care of Oak Grove Church today if we stand on the Word of God. If we stand on the Word of God and say, my God's able. My God's able. I'm not going to believe in this stuff that's going on in the world, going to get some Bible, going into the church today. I'm going to believe in this Word of God. Do you know what I'm talking about? If we stand, God will bless Old Grove Church. I mean, believe that. I mean, believe that. I want to stand together right now. If anybody want to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to come right now. If you need to, I won't, don't want to close that. Give me the opportunity to. If anybody needs to for any reason whatsoever, please do. God's good God, isn't he? I want to just this quickly. If we stand, God's going to bless us. How many believe that? How many believe that? Amen. Look at me. God's going to bless us. If we stand on the firm word of God, God's going to bless us. I believe that so. I believe that. I believe that. The reason I preach the way I do because this man right here. Not only him. As time goes on, he's going to look back and say, I'm glad Grandpa preached what he did. Because I have hope today in Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you believe what I'm saying? That's the reason I preach the way I preach today. I don't preach everything's great, everything's hunkadory. I don't preach if you put money in offering, God's going to bless you. I mean, God's going to bless you, but I don't believe that's the only thing you got to do. I believe you got to stand on the Word of God. you got to stand on the Word of God. So I want us to just close out today. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, you know, I know where God's able. But if not, let it be known, we're not going to serve what you put up. I want us this morning to give the Lord, just when I said Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I won't care if you holler and say, God's able, God's able to deliver us today from everything that this world's going to try to get us into. I believe it today. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a good evening. Thank you. Remember dinner next Sunday, Thanksgiving. We'll have a Thanksgiving message next Sunday, okay? God bless you. We love you. Thank you.